You've heard of the National Disability Insurance Scheme, but how much do you know about it? Find out what it means, how it works, and how to apply for access at Carers Queensland's free workshop, Understanding the NDIS. Find out more, check for events coming up near you, and book your spot online at carersqld.com.au. You can also call us on 1300 636. Choice and Control, a podcast celebrating people with disability. Brought to you by Carers Queensland, NDIS Local Area Coordination Partner in the Community. Sport has so many benefits for individuals and the whole community. It brings people together, it gets you moving, it's a way to meet new people and to push yourself and find your personal best. In a world where a lot of people spend a lot of time sitting and looking at screens, sport's not a bad habit to get into. So how do we make sure everybody can do that? In this episode, we're talking about making sport inclusive for people of all abilities. We'll see what we can learn from AFL Queensland's inclusion team off the back of their spectacular exhibition game on the Sunshine Coast. And we'll find out about Wheelchair Sports Club, the Suncoast Spinners, including their work in reverse inclusion, getting mainstream players involved in and enthusiastic about disability sports like wheelchair basketball. Dr Ian Dutier is a researcher with the University of Queensland who has a particular focus on athletes with disability. He says there are so many benefits in getting everybody involved in sport. There's health benefits clearly because people get active. You know, people with particular complex disability are far less likely to, to meet physical activity guidelines. As a consequence of that, they're more prone to chronic disease and they have a higher risk of mortality. So. When we get people with disabilities active through sport, we can reduce their risk of all-cause mortality by, you know, nearly 40% if we if we get them training hard and if we get them up above physical activity guidelines, which we know we can do through our research. So there's the health, the physical health benefits, but then there's also the social, the social side to sport and community participation, which is really uh, it's becoming increasingly in focus in research and in, in clinical practice as well. Is actually how do we get people into community environments and participating and sport really is an ideal uh, ideal method for doing that. The AFL's National Inclusion Carnival for players with disability couldn't happen this year due to COVID restrictions interstate. So AFL Queensland took matters into their own hands with an exhibition game at the recent Schools Cup in Maroochydore. Players with disability were drafted into two special one-off inclusion teams representing the Brisbane Lions and the Gold Coast Suns and the exhibition match was live-streamed with commentary so fans could tune in from all over. Richie Lyons is AFL Queensland's Participation and Programs Manager. He says the inclusion team grew out of public demand for accessible AFL. We had some interest from one or two community players that actually had disabilities and there is... In South Australia and Victoria, for a number of years, they ran community um, inclusion competitions and we were probably a little bit behind the eight ball. So we started just doing some basic clinics for those participants that were actually already playing community footy. And it was amazing how quickly sort of the network grew and all of a sudden we had sort of 30 people coming down every single week um, to a a training session ran by sort of Daniel Ramage and and one of our previous staff members, Tim Searle, who's really passionate in this space. 
that was about four or five years ago. And from there, we literally turned around within six months. We were able to form a Queensland representative side for people with disabilities, which was just an amazing feat. And, and that team actually went down to the National Carnival. I believe the first year was down in Victoria and they played in the Division Two competition and um, went really, really well. And, um, and we've had a team in that competition every year since and it has sort of grown from strength to strength to now where we're in a position where we were actually this year had our very first community competition with three teams sort of across the Gold Coast, Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast. Up in the Sunshine Coast, the Noosa Footy Club have really um, been very proactive in this space and they put a team in through one of their really passionate volunteers, Rob Perves, who does a lot of work up in up in Noosa. Um, on, in Brisbane, the Yoronga Footy Club um, supported the program and Surface Paradise on the Gold Coast. So those three clubs would meet centrally every fortnight um, during the footy season to come together and, and play sort of a little um, centralised competition every fortnight. And then that culminated in their sort of grand final event um, last weekend up at Maroochydore. And so why do you think um, AFL is a good sport for people with disability? Because the game is such a 360 game, it, it can it really lends itself to, to anyone playing. Obviously, there's different skills required, so kicking and marking and, and handballing. Um, and, and I think the other thing that probably is attractive is the physical part of it. So there is tackling, but probably not as forceful potentially as, as some of the other sports. Um, so... I think, and I think the the participants really love that physical aspect of the game as well. So it's very skillful, very quick, but there is that um, physical element as well. So um, yeah, I think that's probably why it's pretty attractive. And so, why do you think inclusion in sport is important? We at the AFL, it's one of our key agenda items to make sure that we're fully inclusive in um, everything that we do. We just need to um, give the opportunities to to all those people that, regardless of what disability they have, so they can so they can taste a great game. It's not just the you know the physical part of it; it's the social element of what we can provide. And and again, seeing that I sort of go back to just the past weekend, but seeing how happy the participants were and, and the families. Like we had we had families who were in tears when their when their kids were up getting their premiership medallions, and to see how much how much of an impact we can actually have is super important. So. Yeah, it is right at the top of the agenda for us. Besides playing in a side, are there any other avenues for people with disability that can contribute to the game? Yeah, certainly is. And there is a few, um, there is some really good demonstrations of this across some of the clubs in southeast Queensland. Um, certainly, we always um, are looking for different volunteers to, you know, run water, boundary umpire, goal umpire potentially. Um, and we do have some really good examples of people with disabilities who are performing some of those team managerial roles or um, water boy or water girl carriers throughout our senior competitions. We also have uh, one of our inclusion players has actually just um, been included on the National Disability um, Committee as well. So there is multiple roles that can be performed and, and I'm sure that all of our community clubs, especially we've already seen this at the three clubs that have been quite passionate, Surface, or particularly Noosa and um, Yoronga, we've already seen sort of the, the flow-on effect of having people with disabilities as part of their club and, and what they can bring is, is more so than just a, you know, a participant. It, it really opens the eyes up and there's so many different avenues to go down.
And so where does AFL Queensland see themselves in the future, you know, adding more people with disability into teams, getting more teams maybe involved, things like that? Yeah, well, we've we've had a really big six months. The, the community inclusion competition got off the ground, as I've already spoken about, but we also have just, in the last month, started the Sporting Wheelies competition on the Gold Coast as well. Um, so we've had two trial days um, or two come and try days over the last month or so, um, and we've got three more before between now and Christmas uh, uh, at Metropolitan Stadium or at the Gold Coast Sporting Indoor Sporting Complex there at Carrara. What I would like to see over the next few years is that Sporting Wheelies um, become a solidified competition, um, not only here on the Gold Coast, but we need to just to find a venue up in Brisbane as well. So that's really, really exciting. As well as that, with the, with the inclusion um, competition, I'd love to get up to sort of six teams in southeast Queensland and in the same sort of format, but just um, building upon what we have already. That's fantastic. Do you already have some, um, you know, local teams excited about that prospect, maybe doing that in the future? Yeah, we do. It was actually, we, we actually, after the weekend of the live streaming the game, um, we actually had a few inquiries um, already from another another club on the Gold Coast, Labrador, who are potentially um, keen to, to look at it. Um, and I'm sure that they won't be the only ones that will that will be keen to jump on board. So, um, yeah, and, and the Gold Coast Suns and the Brisbane Lions are big supporters of the program and they're actually looking at entering teams into the Sporting Wheelies um, competition as well down the track. So... It's really exciting. Um, as well as that, we also have in the past, and we and we will continue to in the future have we have a um, inclusion division in our Q Schools Cup for our high school students. This year, unfortunately, again due to COVID, the some of the gala days were cancelled earlier in the year. But certainly on the agenda for next year to bring back. So we'll have an inclusion division for our statewide Q Schools Cup competition. Former Gold Coast Suns player Daniel Ramage is coach and team manager for the AFL Queensland inclusion team, and he is stoked with the results from the exhibition game. Yeah, no, that, that went unreal. It's a great opportunity, obviously, to broaden the market and demonstrate to, to everyone what it's all about. But, you know, that worked well. So it was up on the Sunshine Coast, and it was a linked in with the um, Queensland Schools Carnival. Um, which is obviously held every year, which involves all the teams. And, yeah, we just, um, throughout the year, we've obviously had our pathway that we've done with our games and that. And of course, and um, with the inclusion carnival being cancelled, we thought this was a great opportunity to do a bit of an exhibition game and, um, yeah, let the guys sort of represent represent a team. So they all got picked in either the Gold Coast or Brisbane team and they wore the Brisbane and the Gold Coast jerseys and, um yeah, it went, went really well. Unfortunately, um, goal goes lost, but but yeah, no, everyone had a lot of fun. I just think it's it's a sport that has um, lots of opportunity for all abilities. It's a sport that's easily adapted. It's just one of those games that that I think is inclusive for all. And um, growing up, obviously, I'm from Melbourne, and growing up was just born and bred AFL. I guess as I started working in this field, I just the more I got to know my clients that I work with and the industry in general, the more I sort of looked and said that, um, yeah, that there's no reason that, that there shouldn't be an AFL pathway. And obviously that's been um, well developed down in Melbourne and that and just something that hadn't got kicked off the ground up here in Queensland. That's great. And so why do you think inclusion in sport is important? I think inclusion in general is, is an important subject and um, 
yeah, one that, that I think we're, as a community, getting a lot better with. But um, particularly in sport, I think sport provides an avenue for people to achieve and to um, get goals and to learn important life lessons and learn life skills. And I think um, for a lot of our guys, it's, it's hard to get that in many avenues of their lives. And obviously a lot, a lot of their lives are um, unfortunately dictated by a lot of people, yeah, um, telling them what they can and can't do. So I just, I guess sport is their way of, of really finding a, um, a niche for themselves and something that they can excel in and something that they can go out and have fun and learn at the same time. And so what is coming up for the inclusion side in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, so hopefully uh, the last few years, um, obviously due to everything that's gone on, um, the National Inclusion Carnival hasn't gone ahead. But, um, yeah, our goal is obviously to get that back up and going and to build a stronger um, Queensland pathway that then, um, yeah, can lead to the National um, Carnival. At the moment, we've got pretty strong numbers in Gold Coast, where, where I'm based, and in Sunshine Coast, where Rob and um, some of the... Sunshine Coast-based coaches are running a really great program. So I guess the goal is just to keep developing them whilst at the same time maybe hitting into Brisbane a bit more where I think there's a lot of opportunity and we just haven't quite haven't quite got our name out up, up there. Sounds like a good goal to have, get into the Brisbane teams a bit more. Yeah, well, I think it's a huge market and I, just, and I think there's lots of people in Brisbane that would be looking to participate. I just guess it's just getting the word out there and obviously being a Gold Coast-based organisation, we've got our links with lots of schools and clubs down here, but it's hard to, to identify some in Brisbane. So I guess that's our goal is finding a way to break, that, break into that and, and sort of get the word out. And is it just males in the Queensland State Inclusion side? At the moment, the Queensland State Inclusion team, when we pick the team, that, that is, um, at the moment, just males. They're looking at, at trying to develop a female league, and in a couple of years, we've had female exhibition games. Down there, I know in Sydney, um, we had an exhibition game um, with the female athlete. But yeah, at the, at the moment, especially with us in Queensland and where we're at in our growth stage, yeah, it, it's primarily males in that, but... Leading into that and all our games that are based in Queensland, they're all inclusive. So girls are able to come and we've had several girls come, come along the, along the way and, and participate and had a great time. If you or someone in your family is using the NDIS, you've probably already heard of the MyPlace portal. Time to level up and make MyPlace work for you. Carers Queensland's MyPlace portal support sessions can help you find your way around and get confident accessing your plan information online. Charge up your phone, tablet or laptop and bring it along to a free session near you. Find out more, check for events coming up near you and book your spot online at carersqld.com.au. You can also call us on 1300 636. From the football field to the basketball court, Paralympian Bridie Keane brought home silver when she represented Australia in London in 2012 and bronze in Beijing in 2008. During her sporting career, she was involved with the Suncoast Spinners, a wheelchair sports club offering basketball and rugby. After retiring from competitive sports, she got involved in their reverse inclusion program, getting non-disabled players involved in wheelchair sport to raise awareness, support, enthusiasm and to help the sports grow. 
I always played in that tournament when I, were, when I was a high-performance athlete, but I was very focused on my own training um, and performance. And so it was when I retired from wheelchair basketball in 2015, I started working more closely with spinners on, their, um, on the first reverse inclusion program that we delivered. I believe that was in 2017. And then since then, um, have, have become president of the organisation and, and just am involved whenever I can. So the momentum from that first reverse inclusion project where we were fortunate to receive an ILC grant meant that we could start this initiative and it's just kept going and building from there. What does Suncoast Spinners see in the future, the next five to ten years? What what would they like to achieve? I think we, we want to keep doing what we're doing in terms of delivering wheelchair basketball um, to our community and making that as as accessible to anyone who wants to, wants to play. And so we'll continue to be an all-inclusive club where we welcome people with and without disabilities to play wheelchair basketball. We want, you know, we want it to be a sport for anyone who wants to play it. So we'll continue to do that in the social sports space. It's really important for us to deliver social sport. It's it's super exciting the opportunities that come along with high performance sport and I can can speak to those obviously from my own experience, but what I never want to get lost is the importance of social sport having a place. It's one of the only opportunities to play a wheelchair sport, I think in, in regional Queensland, like beyond, you know, southeast or in the southeast Queensland area, I can think of only wheelchair basketball and wheelchair rugby examples that I know of. And so we don't want that to become just a pathway focus to the elite um, side of the sport. It's very important, but it, but we also need to be making sure that people at all levels of the game can play. So that's something in the next 10 years that will stay really important to us as an organisation. And then uh, the other space is the schools. I think schools are such a great opportunity to introduce a wheelchair sport as a, as a part of regular physical education. It was something that I didn't have growing up in school and I do have probably my worst memories of school are sitting on the sideline of PE classes and wanting to be involved but not having an adaptable version um, that I could always participate in and it was just that we didn't know what we now know um, in terms of providing access to different sports and in in the Sunshine Coast region that's something we really want to tackle and and provide schools with the opportunity to have an inclusive sport as a part of their regular rotating sports that they provide for students. So that's a big area of focus for us. To find out more about the Suncoast Spinners, visit suncoastspinners.com.au. And if you'd like to check out AFL Queensland's inclusion options, head to aflq.com.au and look for community programs. Big thanks to Fiona Stutz for the interviews in today's episode. Thanks for joining us at Choice and Control, a Carers Queensland podcast. For more information about the National Disability Insurance Scheme or Carers Queensland, contact us online at carersqld.com.au. You can call us on 1300 999 636 or head to Facebook and look for Carers Queensland NDIS.